The Italian conversation, the Italian food conversation continued during the break. We can continue that in a moment. But uh, PJ Carlissimo will settle that debate at 530. Uh, He's part of the debate. He doesn't settle. He's part of it. He's Italian. He's He's not the only Italian. He is is our Italian. There's Mike Tirico. He's Italian. I mean. We got to get his opinion. He's Italian-ish. Not according to the interview. No, he says he's a te- fully. Yeah, that's all he said. He was. It was Italian. That was. Uh, that's a whole different <laughs> conversation altogether. Uh, you know, that we could have well, some other the rest of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to get into that. You know, go down that path. You know, so let's. Uh, I'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, you better stop. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Ain't nobody in Italy looking at you like. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been in Italy. Times I know good and well they ain't looking at you like oh my brother you're Italian like no, not, yeah exactly. that is not the greeting you receive <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh, so by anyway. the way Jorge Briones told me uh, that I need to help uh, the uh, the raza the Latino folks for getting in this contest text Mission M I S S I O N Mission M E S S E O N to four zero seven zero five we're giving away 540 dollars to make you holla and we're giving them away for the next 15 15 weekdays after this Show me the money. so there you go um by the way some guy actually texted me colonel hartman i every time i say those numbers one time i say them normally the second time i literally pause between every number and he's telling me i talk too fast no bro you don't listen <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> pausing between every number. So we're giving away cash, 430 the name, which is in a few minutes. LZ, let's just get right into Trevor Bauer, okay? Trevor Bauer to the Dodgers. He's here. Whoop, whoop. He's coming. Big money. This team is stacked. What was your initial thoughts? What is your reaction to just Bauer in general as a player? And how do you feel about this Dodgers team here moving forward? Well, the way I felt about the Dodger team, believe it or not, hasn't changed. Which was, I felt if we could avoid injury bug and just play collectively to averages, we win the World Series. That was thought thinking before we added him, and so now I'm like going, "Oh, this dude in the world, we just won the, the the Cy Young, and we're adding him to a rotation." Included not just Cy Young winners, but but pitchers that we anticipate being in those conversations very soon. Whether you're talking about, you know, obviously Walker Bueller, but when you look at the stuff that both Dustin May as as well as you know Urias has, you're looking like like one those guys, those young kids can also develop into Cy Young winners. On top of that, you add the one who just won one, and might be 30 he which means he's just entering his probably special pitcher and thought that we had an embarrassment of Elsie, you're, you're breaking in and out like we can't really we could barely understand what you're saying um so if we can reset you and then get your thoughts we have a short segment here anyway because we got to get to a keep to leave um, Greg, in the interim, you are the big Dodger boy around here. You're the big Dodger fan. I mean, I, I got the gist of what LZ was saying, which is basically that the rich get richer. Um, what is it about Bauer specifically that you like the most? It's just he is a big game pitcher. He pitched very, very well last year in the playoffs. Um, he just 
gets he just gets it done. He's a Cy Young Award winner. He was the NL ERA leader. He has he's just been there and everywhere he's been he's been extremely good and also people talk about how much of a great teammate he is and so adding him into this locker room may not be as bad as people think it is because apparently he's fantastic with everybody yeah oh listen he he's a he's a good teammate right I don't think there's any question about that but yeah when you look at just kind of what he brings to the table the big game pitcher right like all the stuff uh the intangible stuff plus the tangible stuff it really is – it couldn't be a better situation for the Dodgers. And, by the way, we still haven't even talked about David Price coming back to this team, right? <laughs> like, like there's that aspect of it, even though it'll be his first time pitching in the National League. But I actually think that could benefit him too, right? Because no one has actually seen him very often in the National League, or at least the majority of guys haven't seen him all that often. So between Kershaw and Bueller and Bauer and – you know, and, and and price, and you know, what are you going to do with the young guys? Who's going to be the fifth starter? Like to me, that's that's like a crazy storyline. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys that can go there. It can be Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, and there's a guy in the minors who they've been holding on to. Uh, Urias too, yes, and also uh, Josiah Gray is in the minors and supposed to be kind of coming up this year. Another big guy named pitcher that's supposed to come up. But this also will very it will help guys like Kershaw and Price because now what's going to happen is you don't need to pitch them 25, 30 games. You can lessen their load and let all these other guys kind of get their spot starts in. Maybe you get them between 15 and 20 starts, and they're, and they're healthy for the playoffs. Help. Yeah, look, there's no doubt. Like, I, I think that – I mean, do you go six-man rotation? <laughs> like, you could go seven, eight-man rotation. I mean, let's George. not get crazy. You know I know, but, but it's – no, they're going to sit. Guys are going to sit. And, like, David Price at 34 and Kershaw at 32, 33, they're going to take some time off. Yeah. No, it's smart to rest some guys. I don't think there's any doubt. So the rich get richer. We'll talk more about this over time. Obviously, the Lakers have a big win yesterday. Let me tell you guys, this Lakers team is special. We're going to get to that at 440. Uh, But coming up next, we're going to announce the name of the person who could win $540. Plus, Aqib Tlaib going to stop by to talk about the Rams getting Stafford, where Deshaun Watson's going, and the Super Bowl. Former Ram Aqib Tlaib joins us in three minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Chris. Today's name is Mike Nystrom, N-Y-S-T-R-O-M, Mike Nystrom from Irvine. That's Mike Nystrom from Irvine. So, Mike Nystrom, your mission is to call us back within the next 20 minutes. You'll have till 4.52. Within the 20 minutes, you got to call us at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, and win 540 bucks in cash and if you don't call within the 20 minutes, that means Monday we got 720 bucks to give away. And, of course, the winners can qualify to win $1,800 in addition as well. LZ, what do we got? <laughs> Sorry, I was busy laughing. As someone who said I sound like a Muppet that was being censored for cursing on air. That's awesome. <laughs> this has been brought to you by Sweet James Attorneys. If you're ever injured in an accident, call Sweet James Accidents Attorneys, available 
It's the Mission 18 Cash Giveaway. Your chance at 180 bucks a day. And the grand prize of $1,800. All right. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's been a busy last 24 hours. The Lakers are rolling. LeBron might be the MVP again. The Dodgers just added the Cy Young Award winner. The Rams added Matthew Stafford. Like, this town is going crazy. So let's talk to former Ram NFL great Akib Talib. You can check him out on Fox Sports and, of course, his podcast called Call to the Booth with him and Harrison Sanford. He joins us now here. Friend of the program, Akib. I hope you and yours are healthy and safe. But this town is popping right now with the Lakers rolling, the Dodgers rolling, the Rams trying to get back into the Super Bowl. What do you make of this addition of Matthew Stafford? Uh, I mean, we'll see, right? It's time to tell. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's 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 not like we got Tom Brady or something. So I mean, it's, it's we'll see. We got to see, man. It's enough talk. We just got to wait and see what happens. You sound like you're not impressed with the acquisition <laughs> of Matthew Stafford. Is and I ain't want to come off like com- that. I ain't want to come off like like. But I mean, you know, if if I was great quarterback and I was you know had him tears or whatever. I don't know if Matt Stafford and, and JG wouldn't be in the same tier. Okay. Well, here, let me ask you this, because I think this is actually the, the more relevant question, if you will. Don't compare Matthew Stafford to the NFL. Compare right. him to golf. Is he an up over golf? That's what I said. I, I, I may have them guys in the same tier now. Now, especially with, with this McVay-style offense, I don't, I don't know if if – you know, you need a super gunslinger. That's that's not what how the offense is built. You know what I'm saying? That's not really what what what, what the quarterback going to be doing anyway, man. You got to build this run game up, and then off the run game, we're going to throw play action. That's the offense right there. So I don't know. I don't know if if, if Matt come out and, and maybe he's a better leader or something. I don't know what kind of guy he is. Like in the locker room, right? You know what I'm saying? I never played with him. I never was in the locker room with him. And Jared wasn't the most vocal guy. He wasn't like a super leader around the building. So maybe they thought that's what was missing. But as far as this regular quarterback play, uh, I played against both of guys. And I, I probably put the guys in the same tier. They're not, they're not too far apart. I mean, Jared got more playoff wins. So, Akib, let me ask you this. When you played against Stafford, what were some of the things that you were able to accomplish as a defense against him? Like, what was the game plan going in against him? Oh, man, you're asking me rocket science. Now, I don't know what our game plan <laughs> was week 13 of 2017. Okay, so, th- so let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Know. I, know, I know when I go against quarterbacks, I'm like, oh, them guys, was, he was one of them next-level quarterbacks. He was super smart. He dissected us before the play. And I know when I play against quarterbacks like that, and you know what I'm saying, Jared Goff or, J- or Matt Stafford, neither one of them is that. So I don't know. I don't know what you traded Jared Goff for. We'll see, though. It might, it might be a leadership or it might be – they might be the same on the field, but it's the stuff that he brings off the field to the team and make the camaraderie. Maybe it's that. I don't know because that's super important too. So I, I don't know if, if they felt like that was missing. But you can't go off the play because, I mean, I mean, what y'all think? Y'all think like – like Jerry, well, I, mean, I was just going to tell like you, Savior to LA I, or something like we going with and the Rams going to win the chip now because they got Stafford. Uh, did y'all feel like that when the trade happened? I would I would tell you this. Obviously, 
You know, I've never played in the league and clearly never, you know, earned the level of respect and gravitas that you have. So I'm going to start my comments with the level of reverence to who you are. But as someone who is from Detroit and has watched Matt Stafford play a lot since he's been drafted and someone who adopted the, the Rams and has watched Jared Goff since he's been drafted with the Rams, just the simple fact that he's mobile makes me feel better. Just the simple fact that I've seen there are clips of Matthew Stafford manipulating the pocket, running for first stepping downs, up. Yeah, step up stepping up. He do, he do good. Yeah, he step up good in the, in the pocket. He step up, boom, boom, step up vertically right in front of him. So, I mean, you're right. He do that good, man. He just, but it's stuff that Jared do good, too. Like I say, it's, I think Matt Stafford is it's better in the pocket as far as I'm saying, evading the rush. But, I mean, it's stuff that Jared might do better. You know what I'm saying? Throws that he can make. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see, man. But I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. When I seen the news on my Instagram, Bing, I didn't like. I didn't immediately go, "Oh, the Rams going to the chip." That's not what crossed my mind. And I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not saying them being on the same level makes them bad quarterbacks. Because I think both of them is pretty good quarterbacks. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Right. So I, I, I don't. Don't. Don't print that. Don't say Keith he, he got another bad quarterback. I ain't saying that. I'm saying that, you know, I just didn't get super excited like the Rams was going to the chip. I felt like they could have stayed like- in the Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson sweet states. Now, that's that's when I'm going to say, oh, now they got a chance to go to the chip. That's the kind of player I'm talking about. But I don't know if Matt Stafford was that for me. So, so let me ask you about Deshaun. Um what do you make of that situation and what is what, – what, look, forget about what you make of that situation because we all know the Texas situation is a disaster. But where do you think the best landing spot for him would be? Man, there's a, it's a ton of places he can go to that that would be great for him, man. But, I mean, that's tough. Uh, San Fran, that would be good for him. Uh, Broncos, that would be a great situation for him. Uh it's a lot of them, man. It's, 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 as long as they got, as long as they got some wideouts, pretty good defense, some vets, man. They 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 got potential to be a, a solid team. A guy like Deshaun Watson is going to take you up two notches. So if you're a seven, he'll make you a nine, and then maybe that nine can win the Super Bowl that year. So it's a, it's a couple teams, man. I think the, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears got a good defense. I think it's, it's getting, it's, it's, their window is closing, man. That good defense is, is, you know, they're starting to lose key pieces. But uh, that'll be a solid situation. Uh, there's a couple teams out there. Dolphins, man, if he was able to get to the Dolphins, that'll be a great situation. I thought the Rams might have been a dope situation if they could have, if they was going to trade Jared. <laughs> Why wouldn't you train him to Houston? Keep Tlaib joining us here. Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe Houston didn't want him. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's, you know, all sorts of stuff out there about uh, you know, look, they're taking the position of they also don't want to deal them, but we all know that, that at the end of the day, that's going to end up uh, what ends up happening here. But let me ask you quick. You know, you played with Brady. You played against Brady. Did you play against Mahomes? Or Yeah, you played against Mahomes too, right? I played against Mahomes one game, and that was his first game. Actually. Oh, okay. His first game starting. And, uh, you know, it was week 17. We was pretty much done. Right, right. So right that's the only right. game I saw him. But, I mean, he still had a, a last-second victory in that game. He came back and won. <laughs> <laughs> and his first game started. So, I, I, got, I got a preview of what it was going to be like for the next couple of years. So, go ahead, LZ. So, 
I know you're going to keep it one billion with me. So I'm going to ask you this question, expecting you to keep it one billion. When you <laughs> saw the story about the NFL employing two different standards of compensation for retired players when it comes to head injuries, what went through your mind? So hold on, hold on. I, 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 no, I'm. I try to keep up. I try to stay updated. But so you don't know the story sure. where the NFL. No, I don't know the story. Here, I'm breaking down for you real quick. So okay. the NFL is being sued now because players are saying that the standards that are being used for compensation for brain injuries for black players, the standard for them is significantly higher than the standard for white players. In other words. Black players are more incumbent to have to prove that they've been injured in a cognitive state from football more so than their white counterparts in the league. Oh, man. See, that's, that's, I mean, what can you do, man? You can fight it. You're going to fight it, man. But at the end of the day, what what, what, what you going to do about it? We know it's, it's, you know it's messed up. You know what I'm saying? Your colleague knows it's messed up. That's my first hearing of it. Of course, it's messed up, man. What? I have no idea how we how we solve problems like that, man. It's not just in football. It's in our entire world. You know what I'm saying? So that's the world we live in, I guess. Yeah, it is. Look, I think what you do is you fight it in court, Akeem, just like they did the, the concussion oh, settlement do. to begin with. You know what I mean? That's, that's the way this got to get handled, you know? Right. And then when you fight that in court and they say, yeah, that's that's messed up that we that – we splitting it like that we'll fix it then that then you know it's gonna be the next thing so I'm no gonna, for know, sure it's, for sure it's it is a, it, 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 at endless this point man it's, endless it's, cycle it's gonna take the powerhouses of the, of the all sports to come together and get some laws changed or yep. who knows man who knows how this how this world can change but that's the world we live in right now unfortunately that is the case Akeem Tlaib former Ram great of course former NFL great on Fox Sports, check out his podcast as well, Call to the Booth with Harrison Sanford. Akeem, you are the best, sir. Thank you so much for always making time for us, man. Stay healthy and stay Appreciate safe. Guys. Thank you, I'll sir. I'll care. see you at Thanks the Super Bowl with the Rams. Oh, look at that. When Matt Stafford's there, we're going to see you there. We'll see you in L.A., baby, when Matt Stafford leads us <laughs> to the Super Bowl. For sure, for sure. I'm, I'm rooting for him, man. I just, you know, I, I just got to say my opinion. I feel you. <laughs> oh, no, that's what you're here for, to say your piece. <laughs> I Appreciate it, guys. Be good. There he is. Thank you, brother. All right, we are still waiting. We've got nine minutes for Mike Nystrom. Uh, Mike Nystrom from Irvine, N-Y-S-T-R-O-M. Mike Nystrom. If you know Mike Nystrom or Nystrom uh, from Irvine, tell him to call 877-710-ESPN. He's got nine minutes to call to win $540 in cash, okay? So if not, this thing rolls over to 720 on Monday. All right? We'll be back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce last year at the halftime? No. No, two years ago. Not, no. Was it? No? When was this it? This is New Orleans when the lights went out and it was uh, 
Joe oh, that Flacco was San Francisco and Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was there trying to pretend like I was heterosexual when Beyonce came out. Mm. I was inside doing all the dance moves, but outside I was like, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. But inside I was doing the dances right with her, like, bam, 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 bam. I wish I could. <laughs> Beyonce. Killing the game. I I really wonder what the weekend is going to do. Like, how are you going to separate yourself from, like, everybody else that's done one of these performances? It's so difficult now. You know what I mean? Like, it really is about the star and then who is collaborating with them, right? Like, I feel like that is kind of the, the, the recipe, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, we haven't had, like, like Prince, to me, is still the all-time best. I don't think there's any anyone that's going to top him, not in my opinion, at least. Well, M- MJ was, was, was ridiculous. Yeah, I, stood, I, I still think MJ Prince, stood Purple there for Rain in the Rain. And said, clap like, for me, yo. Huh? MJ stood there for, like, 20 minutes and said, y'all better clap. Yeah. Before he did anything, he just stood there and it was like, damn, we clapping though. <laughs> we at the house clapping. He ain't doing nothing. He's just standing there. And we were like going, damn, that's MJ. That's pretty, that's 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 a dog, man. I don't know. I feel like MJ is still number one. Prince is my number two. And then I'm going to throw some love to Janet for number three because she sacrificed for the culture. She did sacrifice the call, but she also changed the rules on us too. That didn't help either. Like we all, we all were worse for it after that though. Like, you know what I mean? Like just broadcast, it became a lot more difficult after that. We had to watch the who at the halftime after that and stuff like that. And Paul McCartney the year after that. And Paul McCartney. And Paul McCartney, not even just Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney just at a piano. (laughs) You know what? You're right. Damn it, Janet. Yeah, you know. You know who I was sitting next to in that that. game in Jacksonville when Paul McCartney? Now I just thought about it. So I was seated. I had some uh, corporate friends who had seats, Mm -hmm. right? We were like, you know, 20-yard line or something like that. And I was in the aisle, okay, the last seat in the aisle. And then on the opposite aisle, you know, there's like a rail in between, you know, obviously so people can go in two different directions. It was Ice Cube and Little O'Shea. I would imagine. Wow. Back, back then. Who was little, little, for real. Right, little, 2005, right? 15 years ago. That's he was a kid. Sweet. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That was actually, George, the last year I sat in the media seats. Because mm. <laughs> I was like, y'all ain't clapping or nothing. We ain't no nothing going on. Oh, generally speaking, media section isn't great anyway. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for like a Super Bowl halftime act, yeah, I, 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 I didn't do any more after that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, me neither. I, my last one was, Prince was the last one, I want to say, because that was 2009, right? Yeah, it was 2009, because it was Colts and Saints. So, yeah, that was the last one. That might have been the last one I, the last game I attended, too, for that matter. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't care about the game. I'd rather watch the game in my house. Football is not fun to watch in person, in my opinion. Generally speaking, you're you're right. I'm I'm with you with that. And and my opinion is really based. I was in. It was Arizona, Glendale, when you know David Tyree had that great catch in the 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 Patriots versus the the Giants Super Bowl. 
But it wasn't until we went to a bar afterwards that we actually got a chance to really see just how close it was to being an incomplete pass, which was something that was impossible to see when you're in the stadium, even with replays, because they didn't have that kind of zoom that you could actually see when you're in there how close it was to the ground. Yeah. So you, I, I agree with you. It's like the football experience, generally speaking, is better at home yeah. from all the enjoyment of the game. But the vibe, obviously, you still just want to be yeah. with the vibe. I like a yeah. college football game still at a, at a, college, at a game, but – um, because the, I just think the pageantry is different. You know what I'm saying? But it is. Yep. an NFL game, eh, it's kind of antiseptic. Most of those stadiums feel antiseptic. You know what I mean? Like, they're nice, you know, like high tech in some cases. But, you know, it's just not the same passion, I think, um, from the fan bases and stuff like that. Like, you get a rivalry game in college football, USC, UCLA, when they're both hot, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, that feels different. You know, Texas – uh, playing anybody, really, any of the big ones, including USC, Notre Dame, USC, right? Like, those those games just feel different, even than a, a good NFL game. Um, maybe a playoff game is different in the NFL. Maybe but a playoff not, game is different, not, yeah. not a regular season game. Um, we didn't get to the Lakers. We're going to do that next. Plus, Teddy Bruschi is um, taking shots at Matt Stafford. Now, Akeem Tlaib did not take a shot at Matt Stafford. He did uh, not. But he did. He ain't feeling Matt Stafford, right? Like, that's for sure, right? That's a he probably ain't feeling- a good- he ain't feeling the vibe that came from reports after the trade. Correct. So let's dive into some of that. Let's do some Lakers, too. Uh, we're here from Teddy Bruschi kind of trashing Matt Stafford. and uh, hilarious. It is. And Mike Nystrom did not call in, Laura. Is that correct? He did not call in. Uh, Mike Nystrom mm. from Irvine did not call us back. So that means Monday, LZ, when we start mm. our new show, You, Me, and Scott Kaplan, We're going to be giving away $720. So right now what you need to do is register your behind for an opportunity at $720. And how do you do that? It's very simple. Text the word MISSION, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, to this number, 40705. So text the word MISSION to 40705 and register your booty for a chance to win $720. This is and the crazy. Rest of you too. And the rest of you, too. Yeah, the whole thing. All the right. whole thing. We got that. So we'll get to some Lakers. We got what you need to know. We got Trevor Bauer. We got Matt Stafford. We got an action-packed show for you. We're back in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Don't forget, we didn't get another call today. That means our our mm. prize rolls over for Mission 18 to $720 on Monday. So Good sure. Lord, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's more money. Elsie, how many burners can you buy for $720? I don't know. I haven't bought one yet, but trust me, I'm going to buy one to try win this money. I mean, you could buy an iPhone almost at this point. You know, Dude, you could buy bucks, the SE. You could buy, buy the iPhone SE or, or like a Samsung phone, you know, a little Android no, no, or something. No, 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 no. If I win 700 bucks, I'm buying nothing but flour. Flower, enough to fill an orchard. <laughs> so anyway, we're giving away $720 because it rolled over a third time. 
because nobody called back. So $720, how do you register? Very simple. Text the word MISSION, because we're on a mission to give you this cash. MISSION, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, the word MISSION. You need to text it to 40705. MISSION, text that to 40705. And listen Monday at 4.30 for a brand new name to be announced. All right. You're listening to KSP in Los Angeles. Greg, it's time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Play at Safe Good Times. What do you got? Bob Kraft, who is the owner of the New England Patriots, is going to be in a, on an interview on Sunday that's going to air on CBS. And he said about Tom Brady, I'm so excited. We've had some great communications, and he is such a special human being. We were privileged to have him here for two decades, and he's one of the finest human beings I've ever met. He knows how to lead, and I wish him well. I really hope he wins Sunday. Now, do either of you believe Bob Kraft wants Brady to win? Yes. LZ? Yes. I do. I do. I do. I, I, I don't think that he wishes him ill because Bob Kraft was so hands-off from the football mm-hmm. you know, day-to-day operation that he doesn't have the same emotions attached to individuals the way that perhaps Bill Belichick would. So I think he absolutely doesn't have a problem wishing him well and wishing him success because he's not, I'm not, I wouldn't say he's not disappointed that Tom is gone. It's just, it didn't hurt him in the same way that maybe perhaps it hurt Bill Belichick. Well, and the other thing I would add to that, if you remember the previous year before Tom Brady left, there was this kind of, you know, contentiousness between Bill and Brady. And the guy who solved that issue for that year was Bob mm-hmm. Kraft. He's like, no, Brady's right. staying, right? And then the, the year after that, he just said, look, you and Bill got to figure that out. And I'm just going to let him – I'm going to trust him. I've trusted him all these years. Like, that's the deal. So, yeah, to your point, LZ, I think that Kraft and Brady – you know, Kraft likes Brady, and Brady likes Kraft. The issue is with Belichick. So, all right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Let's talk Lakers here real quick and then get into Matt Stafford. Okay, so, LZ, I, I, I don't know about you, but I was watching that game last night. And mm. in the first half, I'm like, oh, you know, man, Denver looks pretty good. You know, like, holy moly, you know. Um, but then that second half was incredible by the Lakers. And Whoa. basically, they held the 35 points, Okay. And what this Lakers team has is special in this sense. The really great teams, like teams that are special, like the Kansas City Chiefs, who are in the Super Bowl, can rope-a-dope you. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're, they could be down, and they never really feel out of a game. And LeBron has been on two teams now like this. Those Cleveland teams weren't like this. But when he was winning 27 straight, with Wade and, and, and Bosch, I mean, there were a lot of games that I was at where that they were down 15, 20. They were down 27 in Cleveland one night <laughs> and came back to win. Like 27 in the second half, they were down. And so, like, this Lakers team feels like that special, right? Like 27-game win streak special. This Lakers team feels like the Chiefs, who no matter how many times they find found themselves down this year – almost always found the way to win. And that's the type of special that you have. And I don't know if the Lakers have had this kind of special. 
for as great as those POW teams were with Kobe, I, I feel like you got to go back to like Shaq Kobe days kind of special to feel this kind of special. Yeah, it, it's watching the team last night and – I still felt there were issues in terms of the defense of Jokic. I know he had a subpar game for him, mm-hmm. um, especially statistically-wise, but just overall, it didn't feel as if he owned a significant portion of the game. There were small segments where he owned, but not significant portions. But watching him against Trez, watching him against AD, and against Gasol, I still would feel better if we had another big body. A right. big guy. Yeah. Just to throw at him and other guys of his ilk. But I also just sat there and thought, AD's not even really balling yet. <laughs> right. He's not playing well by his standards. We talked about that a right. lot yesterday. He ain't even balling yet. Even though LeBron James had a triple-double and was really efficient, he didn't really take it to him last night. <laughs> like, we know what LeBron looks like when he decides he's just going to impose his will. He didn't impose his will – he just made sure the team was always within striking distance so when they turned it on, they were in position to, to be effective with it. But he didn't go out there and say, I'm going to cut you off. And I just sat there and I was like, man, I know there are good teams in this league. I know what the Brooklyn Nets have. I know what the Sixers have. I know what the Bucks have and the right. Jazz and the yeah. Clippers. Yeah. But I, they ain't got this. No. They ain't got this. No. No. <laughs> this Laker team is – ridiculously good. The only team in the league with more than 10 wins on the road. Right. They're ridiculously good. So, the way I came away from that game yesterday was, this is kind of the way to surmise it. The game was over. It kind of flipped really fast. Right? Like, they just kind of grabbed them and chokeslammed them. And I'm looking back and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did they win this game by 21 points when they were trailing by 10, it felt like, for most of, you know, for two and a half quarters, it. you know? For most of it. Yeah. For most of it. A lot of it had to do with the, I would say, the t- of the rotation. Because once you once ballers know that they got some minutes, it changes everything. And no shade on Matthews nor Morris, you know, both are really fine players, and I'm glad they're part of this team. But, like, it was obvious you got to get THT some more minutes. He's just different. It's obvious you got to give Alex Cruz some more minutes. We just win when he gets them. And so when you start looking at what, what you know, Frank Vogel was doing with the rotation, you know, quarter of the season – and you see how we handled the the, the, net, the Nuggets, it's only because it was through the process of the first quarter of the season was he able to settle down on a rotation that made the most sense for him. And I'm here for it because I don't think what we saw, especially from THT, was a career night. I think that's just him being regular. And now that he's got more minutes, he's getting I think we're going to see. Yeah. Dude. Dude, I ain't trying to be full of hyperbole or nothing, but he is so good with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. But between his dribbling confidence, his spatial awareness, his ability to finish with either hand, he can knock down the three consistently. He, here's he the one re- area where he needs to get better. Defense? You ready? He gets a little tunnel vision with the ball. 
And he's gotten better that. since the season started because it was way worse. But occasionally he can get a little tunnel vision. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, can, I can see that. He's made up his mind what he wants to do, and he's just going to try and make it happen. And, and, then and that's when, just young. That's just being young. Right. 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 But, but he only had one turnover last night. Right. So even with that, you're like, okay, he, he definitely pounded the rock a lot and got himself in tough situations, but he never turned it over. He always found a way to like still make it a positive. And then Alex, we know what Alex can do, mm-hmm. and we just wanted to see him do it more. And I'm glad to see Frank is giving him more minutes so that it can happen. And again, I'm happy with Wesley. I'm happy with Morris, and I'm glad they're on the roster as well as Cook. But I think a lot of what we saw last night was what happens when the Lakers tighten that rotation up to the, to the best options for Frank and just let them loose. By the way, this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. You know who deserves some love? I'm listening. Coos. Coos. And do we have the audio, Greg? I know I asked you. I don't know if we had it. Um, we have the audio, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel made a comment last night after the game about Coos, and I, I thought that Coach nailed it when he talked about him. Let me hear it. Kuz is just, uh, I, I feel like he's at, at peace with, with what's being asked of him and um, is going out there and killing it. You know, what we talked about a lot last year, he's being a star in his role. Him coming in and knocking down threes and making the right play offensively, and, and sometimes that, that's going to lead to a high-scoring night. Sometimes it's going to lead to him creating for others types of night. But him playing as hard as he does on both ends of the ball, crashing the board every single time, running the floor every single time, uh, working his tail off on the defensive end, you know, it's part of our identity. You know, he's been a big part of uh, of our culture here the last two years. I know he's been here longer than I've been here. But, you know, what we did last year, he was a big part of, and, and he's a big part of what we're doing this year. So it's fairly simple, I think, LZ. Because you and I had him. You could tell he was – when we had him on, he was annoyed still by the contract conversations. And then yep. since the contract, his play has been more steady. Is that fair to say? I would say so. Absolutely, I would say so. You know, he, you see him doing more of the dirty work than years before. Mm-hmm. You know, the help defense, the the willingness to, like, chase after defensive and offensive rebounds. And the reason why I'm separating the two is because when he chased out the offensive rebounds, there's a chance for him to score. Right. You chase out the defensive rebounds, is <laughs> your opportunity to help the team. Yeah. And you're seeing him do that more. So, I'm happy with his play. Um, I still think that if he were traded to a lesser team that needed his offensive skill set, he'd probably be an all-star. And maybe he still thinks about that too from time to time. But if the goal is to get paid and win chips, he's got both. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see that he's he's embraced that role so far. And, you know, I think he's going to be an important piece for us in terms of repeating him, THT, Caruso, all the young guys. Like, I'm so happy that they're coming into their own now. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. At peace, as Frank Vogel said, is probably a great way to describe it for him. But, man. Uh, So we'll talk more Lakers with PJ Carlissimo at 530. But we've got a question for you, a poll question up right now. Who is more stacked? Because we talked earlier about the Dodgers adding Trevor Bauer. We're going to get into that a little bit more here on the other side. Plus, we'll hear from Teddy Bruschi trashing Matt Stafford. Uh, We'll have that for you. It's explosive audio. You're going to want to hear it. Uh, But who's more stacked right now? 
the Dodgers or the Lakers? You can go to ESPN Los Angeles for yourself and vote. You can only vote once. But right now, here are the results. Early returns. 63.5% say Dodgers. See, I voted Lakers. So I was a little surprised <laughs> that that uh, that Dodgers is that far in the lead. But you can vote at ESPN Los Angeles on Twitter. PJ Carlissimo will talk more Lakers with us at 5.30. We'll talk about Trevor Bauer, his arrival here in Los Angeles, and Teddy Bruschi trashing the Rams' new quarterback. We'll get into all that in just a moment. But LZ, that poll is sponsored by... Maybe we've lost LZ. So... We'll tell you who that poll is sponsored by in the next segment. Let's get into Teddy Bruschi trashing Matt Stafford. Let's get into Trevor Bauer, PJ Carlissimo talking Lakers with us at 530. Sedano and LZ back in three minutes. 